welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. We have been on a long journey here on Read It or List It, especially when it comes to reading romance. And I feel like Phoebe and I's reading preferences or like what we rate five stars or what we love has really evolved since we first started the podcast with a romance series all the way till now. So we thought it would be fun to share like some of our quintessential reads, like the reads that make us happy and like are the most important to us. And in the spirit of the the sound that is everywhere, I think I keep seeing stuff on my FYP about this sound being like, this is not trending. <laughs> it's just really fits the niche. So channeling the Negroni Spagliato with, Prospe- with Prosecco in it. <laughs> the This idea of like, what are three things that are, that, are your ideal. So in this for us, yeah. like what is our ideal book? What is our ideal trope combination? Like what are the buzzwords that make it? Because like, if you just think about it, there are books that I'm like, oh, add it to the TBR. There are books mm-hmm. I see in the bookstore that I'm like, I need to have that now. But I don't always pick it up right away. Yet there are certain things if you tell me I'm like okay that is that okay move it up the list that's what I'm reading right now like I remember when you were like oh yeah I knew the way that I was gonna get Ashley was to tell her about this like oh baby girl yes baby girl (laughs) oh my god that should be that should be one of the things like this has the pet name that you love yes (laughs) I mean there's so many different variations of it but I just think of it like Something that like I always talk about is like what is my what is my trope cocktail? Like what are the three mm-hmm. ingredients, five ingredients for like the perfect Phoebe book? And yeah. I just think it's so funny because like when we are reading things and we'll immediately be like, Oh my god, you have to read this. Like this is such an Ashley book or like yeah. I want um Haley to read this. I want Sarah to read this. Like what mm-hmm. are the things that we come across that you're just like, mm, I know that makes her reading life tick. <laughs> Wait, that actually makes me want to try to see if we can guess each other, like one, just one of those books. Like I have five books here that I was going to talk about. Like I want to know if you can guess one of them. I'm sure that I can, but also it depends on what era of shelf love we are in. <laughs> no, we're in, we're in is this, the is this... whole era. Oh, we're in like, okay. like think, like, First I view, like, who is Ashley Quinn? Because, yes, I go through phases. Like, I hyperfixate on a lot of things, right? This is, like, the books that, like, I think about and I'm like, this is this is perfection. Like, each one of these books has one thing that is absolute perfection. That if I were to find a book that has all of these things, it would be, that would be the Ashley book. Like, mm-hmm. it would be just called, like, Ashley's Romance. Mm-hmm. Now I want to, okay. I want you to tell me, like, what are, yeah, what do you think is important to me in a book? A man written by a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an obvious one. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> an, that's one for everybody that's listening to this. L- lyrical writing that could be translated into tattoos. Mm. This is very specific. <laughs> I love that already. 
open door spice with not even a hint of fade to black. Some type of conflict, whether it be a mystery element, a like thrillery element, um, something that like makes the stakes pretty high. No third act breakup and a like deeply emotional relationship that translates to a really hot physical relationship i like that wow okay cool (laughs) i don't know if i'm gonna be that detailed back to you but wait so now should i just like say my books or should we should i like do you what i think you are um did i get was any of those could any of those be attributed to the books that you chose i think so yeah, I think so. Is one The Outpost by Debney Perry? I did put The Outpost by Debney Perry. Really? But yeah, but yes! it's like I was thinking like so I I love that book so much. It does have a huge it does have a third act breakup. So I was like, hmm, like I'm so like in the non like of all the Debney Perry books which like 90% of them don't have third act breakups like the my the one that stands out to me the most is the one that does have a third act breakout because it's the best one oh my god it's so good well it I think like that goes to the type of like connection between the two characters Mm -hmm. and like Bo as a hero is like very it's funny because he's like on on paper like more your type of hero than my type of hero but like there's something about his like I don't know, like the way that he cares for her that just like makes it. He has a little bit of like Brendan from It Happened One Summer in him. Yeah. This like gruff exterior. Because like my, like the I hate everyone but her trope is like something like I love in a hero. And Mm -hmm. I think that he has that, but not in like the cheesy way that brendan does like brendan right i love it happened one summer but i'm actually like not a big brendan gal and mm-hmm. i think Bo has that um it's like it's toned down from brendan so i think that you know what it is i feel like it's the protectiveness mm-hmm. of him mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is very comforting to me like, i remember i had this conversation with Haley a really long time ago like <laughs> in the context of Omegaverse because I really like would struggle. Like I'm like, what do I want more? Do I want to be more of like, do I want to be that dominant? Like, you know, I've got all my like shit together. I am like self-assured. I know what I want. Like nobody's going to get in my way. Do I want that type? Like, do I want to like be that strength or do I want sometimes to like be able to like, hand my hat over to somebody else to take the lead and like Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a part of me that wants that sometimes too like it literally feels like I'm wearing a hat and I can take it off and I don't always want to take it off like I'm fine wearing it all day long but sometimes I want to take it off and I feel like Bo is the type of character who like would take my hat Mm -hmm. yeah I stand by that okay so should I just go with mine should I just should I just do it and then we'll do yours okay so another thing that you said that's I think is true is like the like emotional depth and like the way that I really love beautiful prose and I really love when 
beautiful prose like takes you by surprise and mm-hmm. so for that I will say just like Sierra Simone in general but I like, knew really... that you were gonna say that because I was like I definitely knew that Sierra Simone was that like that's the hard part is that like I feel like we know each other's reading taste so well that yeah. like the books that I think about that like make me me I'm like I feel like I talk about all the time like obviously there's some new right. ones because I discover new ones but I remember when I said I was gonna read the new Camelot series you were like her writing is so distinct and it's not everyone's cup of tea right and that's why I'm like she is like the way that she writes is like speaks to my soul like it's mm-hmm. not just like a reading experience it's like a like on the like cellular level I feel her writing and I just started Saint, which I had put off for so long because I knew how emotional it was going to be. And, like, I don't find, like, I do not find that Priest – I do think that – I did really like Priest and I really like Sinner. Um, I feel like Priest is, like, the least, like, emotionally moving of the three. And it's still, like, pretty emotionally moving. But, like – I feel like if people only read Priest, like, they don't understand, like, the depth of, like, how how deep Sierra can go. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you get that in New Camelot. Like, in New Camelot, she, like, goes so freaking deep sometimes. But I also feel like Saint is going to be even – like, I, I can already tell. Like, I was, like, tearing up and I'm on, like, chapter two. So mm-hmm. – um, I just know that that one's going to be a doozy. But I just love the way that she does that. It takes you by such surprise. Like, uh, oh, and I'll just, like, say this. Um, I will talk about this more in another episode. But I'm listening to the audiobook of Saint, uh, which is done by Jacob Morgan. And he is one of my favorite audiobook um, narrators. But I had never listened to a book narrated by him that was a very emotionally charged book. And he, oh my God, his performance. He's a really good actor. Oh, phenomenal. Like, absolutely phenomenal. It is, like, I was, like, captivated by his words. Like, just by him, like, speaking. Like, I just could not turn it off. Um, Which I can't say for, like, 95% of audiobooks. Like, I like listening to audiobooks, but I'm usually doing something else. Like, when I was listening to this, I was just, like, was, like, standing there. Like, just, like absorbing it so good um so that's a combination of both like sierra's writing and then like his delivery (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna put uh i think new camelot in general i think american king specifically that's the one that like felt like everything all came together for me even though ash is not my favorite character of the three um and that book is predominantly like his perspective Mm -hmm. anyways okay so but something that you didn't get that you didn't say is I love I love a good volley I love I love good banter like I love the quips like I love like those moments where it's like the the volley back and forth between the two characters um and so this will like definitely take you by surprise but I'm gonna say um I think this is my first top like 10 of 2022 or whatever we did um but a Deal with the Devil by Elizabeth O'Rourke. That book, like the banter that is in that, it is very, I, I said this before, that book reminds me of a contemporary romance version of Akamath. 
Mm. Um, like Reese and Feyre, I feel like are in this book, like in that way, like the banter, like I, I just, I just really feel it like deep in there. And so like, if I'm sticking to romance, but like, obviously like Akamath is like a very important book to me for a lot of reasons. But one of the things that I like really love is that banter and that like the way that I just like laugh at that book and like how it makes me so happy, feel so happy. So I put this one in here because like that feels like a very essential part of like what I want for what I look for in um, a romance and another author that does that really well. Obviously this is what I thought you were going to say when you thought of a book for me (laughs) is Talia Hibbert. She does an amazing job with the banter. So um, I also put take a hint Danny Brown Um, but I think the element of that book that I am drawing on is the, like, kind of what we are talking about before, but that, like, caretaker that is Zaf Mm -hmm. and how he let, but, like, how he also lets Danny be a boss and, like, like, take her ownership and, like, lead and, like, be like, this, like, workhorse, but, like, he's also there for her when she needs it. Like, that dynamic, like, their dynamic is one that's really important to me. And um, that book in general, like, with its with the mental health rep, plus, like, just the idea of, like, a woman, like, in a male-dominated industry and being able to, like, persevere through that. Like, all of those things are important to me to have, like, well-rounded characters that, like, touch on, like, contemporary issues. So... Oh, that yeah. was another one. Um, you like to trick me, so I was trying to think outside of the box. I was trying, but but like no, but the box we're in the box, Phoebe. All right, this is true. We are What's we are building we are building the box. <laughs> yeah, the box we put ourselves in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then this is another one. This is kind of outside of the box. I feel like, but another thing that I've learned to appreciate this year. Oh, the third no third act breakup for sure, hundred percent. Um, and this next book has that, but, um, I also really appreciate a book that just like sweeps you away mm-hmm. and takes you to another place and another location and like, like gives you that like visceral like reaction where you can like feel like the, the, like the breeze and like you can like feel what it smells like there and the like atmosphere. just like have, yes, like that added, like atmospheric read um and so i'm gonna go one hot italian summer by karina hallie that to me is like that book was like so light like so in contrast to like a sierra simone and like some of the other books i mentioned this that book is so light so airy so like it the the whole book is just like a vacation i do think Um, you you have you have found your way back into the the, the the rom <laughs> yes, I won't say necessarily rom com but I think you have yes. found your your journey back into the the romance like right not like like not capital R romance just like romantic I don't know I'm not making any sense no, you know what no, I mean that I know exactly what you mean like I went through like I feel like I went through like really big extremes like I started with like Christina Lauren right and then like I ventured so far left with like Tate James and like all that which like I do really enjoy but I think that the reason why I like some of those books is because probably the spice (laughs) 
<laughs> but like I it took me away, right? They're, like it took me out of They're escapist in a different way. Like right. they're yeah. But I do feel like quintessential me, like what I think of like what I need long term is a different type of escapism and that's like lighter like like just like I feel like the new appreciation for no third act breakup is indicative of like long term Ashley like I need a book that is just going to feel like a warm hug from beginning to end and when I know that there's no internal conflict or or conflict with the couple like it just helps me like it feels like such a breath of fresh air yeah I've Um, been thinking about this and I think the reason why I have come to appreciate the lack of third act breakup is because when the when the conflict happens outside of their relationship, it feels more akin to my own life. Like, yeah. my own partnership with my husband. Like, not right. necessarily that it's like you have to relate, but like, I... Like, it, it's, it's nice to watch a couple overcome something together as opposed to discovering a flaw whether it be miscommunication or you know someone was dishonest or there's something from their past that the other person just can't deal with like it's nice to read about I don't know if that makes sense but that is something that I know that does pondering on yeah um and then I think that the final element which you also kind of well no this kind of okay wait I I have two other things um, I think that another, another book that like embodies several of those things is How to Fail Flirting by oh, Denise Williams. Yeah. That to me, like, I just remember how, how like lucky I felt when I finished that book. Like I was like, wow, this is really special to me. Like this, you know, I cried when I like closed the book (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think it was because it had like that banter that like funny little like it was kind of it's kind of cheesy in the beginning right but then it has like the heart and it has that like stability and also like I'm gonna allow you be to be who you're supposed to be but I'm still gonna support you without like smothering you or taking away your choices like it has all of those things and so yeah I feel like that is that is like quintessential like Ashley in that book and I always not that I forget it but like it's one that like is so quiet Mm -hmm. and I sometimes like forget that I need to like remind myself that that's like so like such a good book and like so important to me so yeah I also feel like that was the first interview that we did where I was like I feel like legit (laughs) yeah because Denise was so warm and excited Mm -hmm. to be there and Mm -hmm. I just like never feel like anyone's excited to talk to me and she seemed so genuinely thrilled that people had read her book. (laughs) She's like the nicest person ever. Like yeah it just makes you feel I think we said this in the interview like it when you like love a book and then you get to talk with the author and then the author is like equally as amazing you're just like wow that just feels like I didn't need that but like now I'm just like so like 
Right. Because I can happy. only imagine how difficult it is to, I mean, I do, like, the way that I have to market myself as an actor, like, it, it literally is, like, the worst feeling in the world to be, like, please pay attention to me. Yeah. And having to, like, come on and, like, answer the same questions, like, over and over and over again, like, has to be incredibly difficult like I hate getting right. the same questions and question boxes where I'm like didn't you do your research like look at the highlights <laughs> um, right and yeah like that book I remember like finishing it in my bedroom and it was like I think it was Thanksgiving weekend of 2020 and like I had like my bedroom Christmas tree on and like Jake and Naya just have such a lovely truthful adult relationship yes 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 i have to tell you what i think is okay okay so um character authenticity Mm -hmm. you want two characters who feel like their journey feels organic how they got from like point a to point z makes sense to you and it like feels natural and beautiful and like all of those things and that can be that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like a slow burn or it takes a while but it just has to feel to you that this is like you know like you're you're all about that like authenticity and that like organic intimacy and so I feel like that's a fairly important thing to you um I think definitely location is a big thing um and like of course, I'm thinking like specific locations, but to keep it general, I think you do love um, a little bit of nostalgia in your books, whether that be like a place that's really important to you, something like that, like gives you like, like placid vibes or whether it be something that gives you like, you know, New York City vibes. Like I think it's just if, if it touches on a part in your life that is important to you, then a book that has that element will make you feel closer to it. Just in terms of heroes, like, I know you like a gruffy man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, Sorry, Dad. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, like, grumpy sunshine for tropes um, is definitely up there. And just, like, somebody who's, like, able to express their feelings, like, that doesn't hide the ball. Because I think that you are somebody who is like you think a lot about how other people are like perceiving you or a situation or like you think a lot and you get in your own head and so like having characters where it just like says it on the page exactly how they're feeling and like everything is on the table and like nothing is hidden and you don't have to like read signals like like and try to pick up where the characters are going to go next or, like, what they're thinking. Like, you want it all out on the page. And, like, that, like, just, like, you know, tearing down of of barriers between communication mm-hmm. is, like, something that you look for yeah. in your characters. I'm very sensitive to vibes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like that's, like, did I do okay? Yes. Did I do a good job? No, I literally wrote down um, nostalgia, cozy vibes character authenticity but I like the way that you phrased organic intimacy um and I think that always comes down to like my acting training yes where like yeah it like you can make anything work as long as like 
you feel it between the characters and like you feel that chemistry like I will buy like that's one of the reasons why I don't always buy insta love is because I'm like what like right how do you immediately know I'm in love with this person like how Mm -hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you can be – that's why, I, like, I like to specify between Insta attraction because I think that people can be drawn to each other and that characters can be drawn to the person, you know, the guy in the back of the bar or, like, the girl who comes right. into the bookstore. Like, I think that that is very believable and that's how people meet in real life. It just needs I – need, I need that chemistry that um, – I, I need to buy it. Right. Do you have any guesses of books? I mean, like, okay – I, well, see again. I I'm I'm gonna go in the box because I just know, like, I feel like the simple wild has to be there. Well, obviously. Okay. I also feel like I'm gonna pick a newer one. I also feel like every summer after is gonna be in there. I mean, I put it on there because that book pro- has like, I would say that that is probably the book that I've read that is the closest to checking off every single box yeah. on my list of like that nostalgic element it is like it's not wildly spicy but there is sex on the page like it has that like atmospheric setting Mm -hmm. and the characters are going on individualized journeys the ending of that book still like I it hurts my heart because I can only imagine how painful that is to like experience but it also is so believable of someone at 18 years old so like right the the reader in me it breaks my heart the human in me is like I'm never gonna judge these characters because nobody is perfect right so yes it is on there but I I I wrote like I put the simple wild I put every summer after and then I did try to like fill in some like other ones so people aren't like do you read other books (laughs) Phoebe's actually only read five books in her whole life. I mean, I reread it. So there's that trend on TikTok right now that's like, oh, don't worry. I'm absolutely fine. There's nothing to work. And then it goes like, and I made (laughs) one today where it's like, I'm fine. There's nothing to worry about. Starts reading The Simple Wild again. (laughs) That's That's when you know I'm going through it. If I'm reading that book, it's because I need a weighted blanket and that is my weighted blanket book <laughs> yeah I will say that also has a lot of those same elements especially the banter banter is very important to me as well um because I I show my affection by giving the people I love a hard time mm-hmm. like if I make fun of you it's because I love you and not everybody understands that but if you met my dad you'd get it my dad's in Ireland right now <laughs> Is he? he like is. Going back to your Irish roots. He's that back. was not an Irish accent. <laughs> um, you Had Me at Ola by Alexis mm. Daria, which you still haven't read. Um, I know. But that is the first book I remember you saying, like, talking about that character authenticity. Yes. Like. Oh, it's so good. And I I love Alexis's banter. I love her spice. And especially as, like, a trad pub author, like, mm-hmm. she is not afraid to go there like in uh what is it called a lot like adios like i'm pretty sure it's like chapter three which i feel is very early on for a trad pub yeah i love all of her books i just got an arc for her latest book i'm very excited to read it um i also put fix her up by tessa bailey good one that's a good one 
Such a good one. Such good banter. Such a good, like... No, I think it's just such a good example of, like, the man written by a woman who you're like, Mm -hmm. no one like that, like, exists in real life. And he could be such a misogynistic character, but he loves her so much (laughs) that you're like... He's a misogynist to everybody but her. <laughs> Which is not even not better, but I love I love him. New new spin on the trope. Like I hate everyone but her. I'm a misogynist <laughs> to everyone but her. Yeah. No, it's like he's like a playboy. Like he's like a playboy yes. that like turns it all around for her. He's very masculine. And mm-hmm. like maybe that's my internalized misogyny, but I'm a fan. And it's a book. Uh, and I'm a feminist, so it's all good. I also put on here, this could be a wild card, but probably not. But it's just not something we've discussed in a while. Um, is Faking Under the Mistletoe by Ashley Shepard. Mm. And that has that New York City setting. And it's obviously set at the holidays. Such good banter. That's such a good one. It's so cozy and funny. That was like... I'm pretty sure that's like the first indie book that we ever talked about on the podcast. Like I remember you be, find when you found that book, I remember you being like, "Oh my gosh, this book is so fun." And like I like I I still remember how happy you were when you first like talked about that. I was thrilled. I read it in December of 2019. I re- and I think because it was Number one, I got the most DMs about it because people thought that faking was a different word on the cover. Um, I remember that. And everybody was like, oh my God, it looks like you and Nick <laughs> mm-hmm. um, on the cover. So I, re- I reread that one every holiday season because it's just, it's fun, it's fast, it, it's like an office romance. So like it has those like, for everybody who like loves the hating game, it like has those those vibes to it um and it's just fun and like I love to read and learn learn things but I also love to read for fun and this is a book that's just like sweeps me away and it has the Snowden trope which that is a that is sprinkles on my on my on my Sunday on your Um, snow cone on my snow cone (laughs) do you people I don't know um I have snow cones wow I love snow cones. Yeah, you put sprinkles on snow cones. Oh, interesting. I don't think I've ever done that. Nick calls them jimmies, and it drives me insane. Um, I call them jimmies, but then I moved to the south, and nobody knows what a jimmy is, so I had to change my mind. Um, we didn't call them jimmy. Well, we call them sprinkles in Connecticut, but this is way more than five books, but oh well. The last two I put on there were Icebreaker, which I just read by Hannah Grace, and The Godparent Trap by Rachel Van Dyken, because those had the element of the unputdownableness that Mm. I crave. You do love that. I feel like my focus has deteriorated in my old age, and Mm -hmm. I live my life by a to-do list, and... I read every day, but I don't necessarily feel, always feel the pull to read. I'm like, you have to read because it makes you, like, you have to read before bed or something. Like, I always make time for it. But I feel like yeah. less and less have I felt the I have to keep reading feeling. Mm-hmm. And those two books gave me that. 
Well, I'm so happy because those are both on my immediate TBR. Definitely, I would say Icebreaker is like higher. Oh, yeah. I also think you, I, I would prefer, if you read Icebreaker, I would rather you read Scandalized before The Godparent Trap. <gasps> okay. Noted. Like. I'm excited. The Godparent Trap was like so fun and it was also really emotional and, but it's like short. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just remember being like, I can't put this down. Scandalized by Ivy Owens. I just know you're going to fall in love with the hero. Like, he is your type to a T. And even I loved him. And we don't always love the same men. You know, I actually, what I didn't include in my books, but, like, is a very important thing, is the suit daddy. The suit daddy Mm -hmm. is is a very important um, component to what I want for, what I look for in a hero. Um, and that is, that is like, I don't even think any of the books are, I mean, I guess Jake is Sue Daddy, right? Like, he yeah. would be kind of like, a, but, um, oh, duh. And also, um, I can't even remember his name right now. I'm surprised mm. that, uh, Runaway Girl didn't Hayes. make the list. Also, I was going to say, so also Hayes from, um, a Deal with the Devil is also definitely a suit daddy. He's a doctor who is amazing. Anyways, um, yeah. So I very – I w- the thing is with – so Runaway Girl and Getaway Girl, both of those. Both of those are, like, some of my favorite books of all time. But, like, that wasn't what I was trying. I wasn't just trying to, like, do, like, my favorite books. I was trying to do, like, what are the elements that I really, like, love. Mm-hmm. And those both fit the same thing as, like – as, like um, – a deal with the devil of that like that easy going like that banter that like st- that steam like well actually no deal with the devil is not very steamy at all but like oh my god runaway girl actually i'm adding that to my list because what that has is baby baby is mm. baby is the pet name for me um baby and love those are my two ones that's it Ugh. i don't care for any of the other ones like i'll i'll deal with the other ones but like a well-placed baby will literally, like, bring me to my knees. Like, I will, like, faint. <laughs> I will simply pass away. I'm pretty sure in Runaway Girl, every single time he says baby, it's highlighted in the book. Uh, like, <laughs> he'd, he'd be like... It took me a second to, like, absorb what that meant, and then it hit. <laughs> I mean, but, like, not even just, like, it's just, like, in general. Like, like literally, like, he'll be like, hey, baby, and I'll be like highlight (laughs) yes that's all i need in life oh oh my god you know what no oh sorry i just had a moment um what's his name jason clark jason clark in tin queen wait is the audiobook narrator yes yes that is that audiobook narrator when he says hey baby is in it, that book. Is there like a gravel to it? Is it like, hey, baby. Oh, my God, yes. That is, oh, my God. It is the most beautiful sound I've ever heard in an audiobook. I'm going to make it my life's mission to master that impression. Please do. And start every audio message with it for you. Please just Watch out, me. John. Call me. Maybe. Mr. Maybe Steel I can Girl. Just <laughs> I'm going to change my um, ringtone or like instead of having a ding every time you 
Mm. You text me. It's just a sound clip of that. Oh, don't tempt me. Oh, I actually like that. Okay, anyways. Um, so those are all the books that make us us and let us know. what we love. Yeah, let us know what your Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it. What is your combo? It can yeah. be books. It can be authors. That's what we should we should do a follow up and like what authors are they like the ones we look for. Yes. Okay. We'll do that next because I can already my list is already in my head. It's, <laughs> it's not, already complete. no, it's gonna be a surprise to nobody. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. You know where to find us on social media. And we would absolutely love to hear your feedback on this episode and your answers to this question. What are the books that make you the reader that you are? So thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at readitorlistedpod, all rights reserved 2020.